Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed to now mostly lower trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down three and a quarter cents at 5.44. November soybeans down five and a half at 13.07. September Chicago wheat down two and a half cents at 6.49. September Kansas City wheat up two cents at 6.28 and three quarters. September spring wheat up 12 and a half at 8.46 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I think about only half the people that watch the YouTube channel are subscribed. So if, if you're watching and you're not subscribed, uh, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button. It'll help YouTube to spread these videos out for, for me. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, just one housekeeping note, I will be traveling this week. Um, there will be podcasts and videos, um, but I'm not going to be here at the office. And typically I travel a lot. Um, you know, typically during the summer, I'm, I'm all over the place. Typically during the winter, I'm all over the place because of COVID. A lot of that has been limited. And, and it's, it was kind of during that period that I started doing a lot more with the podcast and the YouTube channel. But uh, I will do my best to get all this stuff out. If the, the quality or, the, or the, the content is a little bit reduced here the next couple of days, I apologize in advance. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, for $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That includes every overnight headline you need to be aware of, um, all my grain marketing recommendations, all sorts of interesting charts and graphs, uh, a lot of weather maps these days is, is normal during the summer. This includes a text message service, subscriber-only videos, which have become extremely popular, any sort of consulting that you might need. This is a monthly deal that can be canceled at absolutely any time. This is a ton of information for 49 bucks a month, guys. Uh, certainly check that out. Let's get into the uh, crop ratings here. USDA had its weekly crop progress report out yesterday. Corn ratings fell unexpectedly. The U.S. corn crop is now rated 64% good to excellent, down from 65 last week below the 70% average. We saw South Dakota fell, fall 10% in the good to excellent category. Minnesota fell 7%. We actually saw Iowa and Illinois both improve by 4%. The corn crop nationally 4% silking versus uh, nothing last week and 6% on average. So I think the trade expected a number near 66. We got 64 good to excellent. Soybean conditions were unchanged. The crop is rated 60% good to excellent, unchanged on the week, uh, below the 66% average. Conditions fell in South Dakota, Minnesota, Kansas, a few other places. Improvement was noted in North Dakota, Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, and Indiana. I think a couple other places as well. The soybean crop is 14% blooming nationally versus five last week and 11% on average. Spring wheat ratings fell sharply. Again, the crop is now rated only 20 20% good to excellent, down from 27 last week. So a seven percentage point drop on the week in the good to excellent category, way below the 66% average. Conditions in Minnesota fell another 19% in the good to excellent category. We actually saw small improvements in North Dakota and South Dakota. A whopping 39% of the country's spring wheat crop is rated poor to very poor. Crop is 48% headed versus 27 last week, 39 on average. So this spring wheat rating, it's got to be the worst seasonally um, on record, I would imagine, or very, very close. I mean, this is an absolutely atrocious rating, and there's really not 
much here in terms of relief when you look at the weather. Um, and I'm going to talk about the weather here in a minute. U.S. winter wheat harvest is 33% complete versus 17 last week, 39 on average. Things are moving mostly normally. Um, Kansas is a little bit behind. The crop was rated 48% good to excellent in winter wheat versus 49 last week, 52 on average. Frost in Brazil is likely to damage some of the country's corn crop. Uh, the Brazilian crop, of course, had already been in big trouble due to drought. This is the second and larger crop, of course. Analysts have been cutting crop estimates for, for months now. And, and this week, you've got a massive cold air that's moving through south and southeastern parts of Brazil, uh, causing additional damage potentially. So this is a bad deal. This could be part of the reason why the market was up sharply yesterday. Uh, it's likely that uh, today, I think there's already some of this reported through Thursday that you've got frost chances. Uh, the Brazilian crop is late this year and typically a, a lot of it would be harvested, but they're later this year than normal. Than normal. So this could have some implications, certainly. Now on the opposite end of the spectrum here, above normal temperatures are slated to hit the corn belt. Most northern areas, north say say the northern plains are going to turn warm here the next day or two and then you're going to see these warmer temperatures move into the corn belt uh, mostly by the weekend the 8 to 14 day map from the weather prediction center is calling for above normal temperatures for almost all of the corn belt so that'll take you out to mid-july the gfs run the model or model run this morning indicates cooler temperatures may return july 9th or 10th um depending on how you look at it. So you've got some heat and and potentially some some uh, issues with that here as we move forward. And that goes back to the spring wheat story. You've got warmer temperatures coming for nor North Dakota, Minnesota, the Northern Plains, and not a whole lot of rain to go along with it. Now, in regard to rain, it will be limited to areas of the Central and Eastern Corn Belt and also the Southern Plains over the next seven days. So your areas that have been drier remain drier. Iowa, Nebraska, Dakotas, southern Minnesota, they've caught some rains on and off, but it hasn't been uh, uniformly wet like it has been in the central and eastern parts of the Corn Belt. Uh, so basically same deal here, guys. I mean, wetter areas remain wet, drier areas remain dry here for the next uh, 10 days at least. USDA, of course, will release its planted acreage and grain stocks report tomorrow morning. Traders generally expect increases to both corn and soybean acreage versus March intentions. Corn acreage expected to rise by about 2.7 million up to 93.8. Soybean acreage is expected to rise by 1.3 million to 88.9. Spring wheat acreage expected to decline by about 300,000 to 11.4 million versus March intentions. Uh, stocks of, of corn, soybeans, and wheat expected to be down versus last year. June, June 1 corn stocks expected to be down 17% versus last year. Soybean stocks expected to be down a whopping 43% versus last year. Wheat, wheat stocks seen down 17% versus last year. So all in all, I mean, yeah, we know that things are a little bit tighter than they were a year ago, certainly. U.S. biofuel and corn groups are urging the EPA to use restraint in its use of biofuel waivers despite last week's Supreme Court ruling. Oil refiners, of course, uh, the oil industry, is pushing the EPA and the Biden administration to reduce biofuel compliance costs, perhaps reduce biofuel usage. They seem to be winning uh, the battle here for the moment, given that ruling last week. Um, these, these corn and biofuel groups are pushing back. The Renewable Fuels Association said on a call that they are in constant communication with the EPA to share their thoughts that these meetings will continue. So this is is kind of messy stuff all in all. I'm, I'm, it, it worries me a little bit that we've got these biofuel issues, definitely. 
Cattle market finished lower in the fat cattle, mostly, and sharply lower in the feeder cattle, mostly, yesterday. Uh, the hog market was limited up. Nice trade there. Uh, not much to speak of in terms of cash cattle this week. 122 last week in the south, 124 to 126 in the north. The uh, outside markets, we've got um, uh, the, let's see, I got a new uh, screen here. Sorry, the S&P's down two points. The uh, Dow Jones is up 40. The bonds are uh, down a little bit. Gold's down nine bucks. U.S. dollar is up just a little bit. Crude oil is down 38 cents in the uh, August WTI at 72.54. Everybody have a great day. I will talk to you from the road tomorrow.